I'm going to show you something. Something that's going to make you look at everything differently. And when you see what I have in here, you're going to listen. You're going to believe every word I say. Greetings from Storybrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is a show we, we really love Once Upon a Time. We I, really love Once Upon a Time. It's, did, it might be an obsession. It, that, that's not just a description of the show. That's a disclaimer for this episode <laughs> of the show. Because uh, yeah. we didn't necessarily love this episode no. so much. No. Which not an unpopular opinion. I no, they, there were a lot very, of lot of complaints. I think a lot of people felt very Oh. That's it. That's that's what we got. Yeah. Uh so you know what, why don't we go ahead and just get into the episode description and uh then we'll talk about the show because we, we like have it. something to say. <laughs> so. We do have something to say. Okay. Yes. Emma and Hook climb up a beanstalk to raid a lost world and have a Fee five fo fun while they're at it. We learn the identity of Henry's father and the mystery postcard receiving man. Psst. They are one in the same. Aurora and Henry meet in a land of dreams, and we never actually make it to a little town called Tallahassee, which is this week's episode. Yes, uh, Vancouver. Vancouver, um, Portland. The land of giants. Yeah. No Tallahassee. No they, Tallahassee. They I really wanted to, to go to Tallahassee. She spent two years in Tallahassee. Supposedly. Rumor has it. But then again, Henry's dad was also supposed to be a fireman. And this, Where was that? She that she told Henry uh, oh, last well, season. Of she's gonna. She's not gonna tell him the truth. That he, the truth. He was mean? like a one night stand fireman. <laughs> Which, probably actually sounds better. Which, you know, brings us to our first point about the episode, which is we finally learn a lot of the secrets of Emma's past. We learn the origin of Emma outside of being shoved into a cabinet as a baby. Good times. Good times. Not really. Yes. Not really. Basically, 18-year-old thief. A hipster thief in Portland. And uh, she, she steals a car, uh, which is the familiar yellow bug that we... Uh, Seen... Did anybody know it was a stolen bug? I thought she bought it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Nope, stole it. It's legit now, though. Um. <laughs> it's legit. It's a, it's a clean VIN. Clean VIN. But uh, she she steals the car and she gets a boyfriend. All in one swift swoop. He had previously stolen the yes. car. And she stole the stolen car. Yes, that's right. Stole the stolen car and started dating the original stealer. Well, you you know they, that's a that's a, a sign of a healthy relationship, though. You know they Common have interests. yeah they have activities they can do together, like stealing cars and candy bars, candy bars, yeah, uh, breaking into hotel rooms before the cleaning Got it. team 20 gets minutes there. Still cleaning. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we do get to see the events that lead to Emma getting the mugshot and her spending time in jail that came up last season. Right, the mugshot. Which you know, with, with all that. Uh, glass was doing to dig up dirt on her it's surprising that he was only able to dig up that mug mugshot with all she got into 
that might be all he revealed. True. For all we know. I know. I think. I think. He'd have sold it, it all. Yeah, yeah. If if he had something, he would have given it to Regina. He yeah. he he was a he bit was of a little puppy doggy <laughs> with her. Um, this week we also finally went up the beanstalk, mm-hmm. and we got to see the giant. Raise your hand if you found the giant underwhelming. Um, both hands in the room are raised right now. I don't know about there out there in Radio Land. Or podcast Radio land. land. What? <laughs> All right. Out there in podcasting land. Yeah. <laughs> Found the giant very underwhelming. Yeah. The CGI was like really Horrible. bad. You know, you expect a, a level of cheese. They are mm-hmm. going up a beanstalk and it's currently 2012. Like, yeah. you're not going to go up a beanstalk. But this was just not so cute. It was choppy. Kind of. Yeah, and, you know, I'm generally, you know, if there's a strong story, I'm not really too picky about the CGI. Right. It can it can look like it was done in someone's garage for all I care. And it did. Yeah. It, it really, it had but levels the, the, of that. there wasn't the story there to support it. No, like, I don't understand why the CGI was so bad because every time they had um, the dragons and the dragon fights and all of that, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you know, many... Purple puffs of curse and curse breaking <laughs> looked mm. awesome. Like those looked like the clouds were just rolling in. This looked like some really bad green screen work. Well, you, you know, it could have been a situation where, you know, all the dragon fights and everything, that's where a lot of the money went. So they kind of had to skimp on this episode. Or who knows? That was they all might... last season, though. Or, well, they, I mean, they've had some pretty good effects this season, yeah. too. But, or maybe. I, I don't know, maybe uh, Jorge Garcia, yeah. the, the guy from Lost who played the giant, maybe maybe his, his salary was a little high. So oh, might have been a little higher than they were planning on. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't think he would charge him very much. He's friends with them, with the from, creators from, the from Lost. Lost thing. Yeah, but, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I don't want to lie. He wasn't, he wasn't that great, I didn't think. I, I did like the aspect where, you know... He, he he was saying that the giants weren't really the bad guys. The humans came after them. Yeah, but that's why he was trapped. That was while he was trapped, but then he... He, that guy, he had a level of kindness yeah, to him. Yeah, the giant had honor. Um, right. To a degree. I I mean, he, uh, he spared Emma. He did spare Emma and it, is helping her out, holding on to Hook for 10 hours. <laughs> Very specific, 10 hours, and you let him go. Yeah, which so. uh, with, with Hook being up there, um, actually we uh, we get into that a little bit later. So okay. I'll, sa- I'll save that point. Okay. Okay. Uh, another thing. Uh, th- this is just hate, hate, hate. This is the Sorry, hater episode. It's a really negative episode. Just uh, we both have a nice big glass of haterade here. Apologies. Haterade. <laughs> but uh, we were both pretty disappointed in the reveal of the mystery man from the beginning of the first episode of the season now neil cassidy is the character's name neil cassidy regular run-of-the-mill thief yeah he turns out to be the schlub uh that emma runs into and terribly schlubby in episode one though yeah he looked looks like he's turned his life around once we get past this episode Mm -hmm. and somehow he made it back to the states exactly Uh, (laughs) but yeah i just yeah, it just uh, it, it 
after all the buildup and all the in in it probably has a bit to do with being so involved in you know the online community and discussions about the show and everything. Right. There were so many good theories out there oh, for there who he was, theories. especially you know most people's favorite theory, which was Bay. Yeah, uh, you know that it, it it just kind of fell flat that he was just some guy that happened to knock Emma up, right? <laughs> you know, like to a fall in love in with past. Emma and knock her up. Now, I ha- I have heard a few people saying online that, you know, what was in that box that August showed him? Oh, it, we can get to that That's later. That's fine. We can talk about it now. Okay. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> He's jumping ahead four points. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, what was in that box that uh, August showed him? Because, uh, you know, he sh- August shows him something in a box to get him to, to convince him to help. Imagine. Right. And uh, a lot of people were saying that might have – it might be something directly relating to Bay. Well, a lot of people – we're just going to jump around on our list today mm-hmm. – um, are still thinking he in some way is from Fairytale Land. There's yeah. a lot of speculation trying to – because, you know, Rumple is like three different characters in Fairytale Land that we understand. They're trying to say he might be um, the White Rabbit. Hmm. Um, I guess these are speculations. Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, speculation. Speculation. Not a spoiler. Speculation. Um, but yeah, because of everything he had in his apartment in the beginning, and mm-hmm. um, there was. Let's see who else. We had. Wait, I I I, I read someone said that uh, what might have been in the box might have been that dagger. Yes, there was a lot of people saying it was the dagger, but then there was the how did. Get... No, he had the dagger. Like I, I can, I can almost, I can almost buy the the theory that he actually is from Fairy Tale Land because if you took some, like I can't imagine what would be in that box that you could show to a normal guy on the street that would instantly convince him that magic was real and that right. He... he opens the box seriously, and then dude's like, "Oh yeah, magic destiny, whole shebang. Sure, I'll buy that. Bounce abandoning the woman I love." <laughs> like, because that's pretty much how quick that happened. And I don't know. Somebody shows up and says, excuse me, I've been stalking your girlfriend for eight years. I need <laughs> you to walk away. It's best for her. She has a destiny. Mm. What? It, you know, I mean, there's a lot I can just push aside, but mm. you got to have some level of real to it. But so, some other aspect of that, that that might make it make sense that he's either a fairy, Bay or a, another character from Fairytale Land, actually more so Bay. Is the fact that August, if you remember August when he first started dealing with Rumple a on an equal level, like I know your Rumple stilt skin, uh, he basically he he lied and said that he was Bay, and he right. knew a lot of Bay's story. Stop. Right. So, so people obvious, are still saying this could be Bay. Yeah, because now now we have August placed with him back in the past, being all buddy buddy. Can I pull in a really weird thing? Sure. For their names, mm-hmm. Neil is N E A L. Bale is B A E L. I don't know. They're close. They're close. They're close. It was okay. Listen, we had a doctor be a doctor. <laughs> We're, we've had a lot more clear. I don't know. It, it's the spelling because that's not always the way you spell names, mm-hmm. like how you spell names. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I don't know. Just pulling in that. Little flippy floppy. I don't know. Little this, little that. Yeah. So for right now, anyway, sorry. 
if, if that's all there is to the reveal of Neil Cassidy, bit of a disappointment. Uh, but there are some potential avenues there that it may it might pick up a little bit. Well, it's got to pick up a little. It, bit. It's a wait and see. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, obviously, we're definitely not done with the Neil Cassidy uh, saga thing since now the curse is broken. He can go find Emma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As he found out on that postcard that said, said "Greetings from, from Storybrook." <laughs> yeah, we are that cheesy. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, we'll wait and see. I'm really hoping they go a little bit more something. Yeah, he has like he's got to have something with the else. prominence he had. First scene of the first episode of the season, he has to be more involved than just having They'd have never had a relationship him with like that. Emma. If he was just some dude, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, he's Henry's father, but he's just some dude. Mm-hmm. No way. Okay, I and uh, we have both. In this episode, we have both Aurora and Henry having rather strange dreams, locked up in a red room with either one of them on either side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, basically, they're having the same dream, and they're seeing each other in it, but they don't know each other. Right. So No windows, no doors, and flaming curtains. Yeah. Very odd. They're yeah, very... I... I mean, I don't know if I'd wake up screaming and crying like they were, <laughs> but a little scary. Yeah, scary. and obviously, uh, you know, especially in the Henry scene, like, I actually didn't pick up on it that they were both having the same dream until uh, someone else pointed it out. <clears throat> That'd be me. <laughs> but, you know, I, I didn't notice because uh, Aurora just kind of seemed, oh, she's having bad dreams. She lost her true love, blah, blah, blah. But then in the Henry scene, it, they really kind of hit it hard. And then I once I realized, I was like, oh, okay. So they're obviously setting something up for uh, – Later on in the season. See, I felt the opposite about the dreams. I actually felt it come more serious from Aurora, and we know how I feel about Aurora. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel like the Henry scene was just thrown in there to pull it together. Well, maybe maybe it had something to do with the fact that, you know, during the entire episode, I was waiting for all of the Emma flashbacks to pay off. So anytime we weren't in the Emma flashbacks, even when we were up in the land of giants, I was like, get back to the Emma flashbacks. Let's see who this guy is and what his deal is. And we we never got it. We just really never got what you wanted. So I I was probably a little distracted through that point too. Um, Yeah. I like that dream though, because um, yay, Aurora has a purpose finally. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I I knew you kept her (laughs) around for something. I'd have fed her to the ogres long ago. Um, Mulan, Mulan's still pretty useless at this point, though. She is, but I don't know. I don't know. Oh, and another thing. Did it not seem like Snow had had that exact same dream? I I, I heard some people theorizing that, on that. Because it had to do with the sleeping curse, and all three mm-hmm. of them have been under the sleeping curse. Yeah, I even heard people saying that, you know, Charming seemed to have a similar, Charming like, familiar knew. reaction when Henry had the dream. Well, because he was used to dealing with it from snow, he mm-hmm. knew that dream and what – there was a lot of dream stuff, lots of dream catchers and candles and descriptions in this episode. Yeah. So – but um, some people are speculation thinking that these dreams are a communication. Mm-hmm. They're going – or they're going to turn into – Or a premonition. Something linking the worlds together. Mm-hmm. And – 
that could actually be kind of exciting, especially if you're throwing Henry and Aurora together. Mm-hmm. That's going to be... Yeah, I could, I could definitely see it being something where the dreams are, you know, end up being the portal between worlds right. that they have to uh, take advantage of to get back. Right. Yeah, but, uh, I think that would definitely... It means then they all have to go to sleep and sleeping <laughs> potions. And does the giant now have these dreams? Well, no, that wasn't that wasn't, a that, curse. That, that that wasn't the like curse. Copies. Yeah, it was. Uh, they drugged him. They drugged him. <laughs> so, okay, uh, Hook betrayed uh, Hook, Hook, who I thought had a a fine showing in this episode he was pretty flirty and pretty he was smarmy aggressively flirty but you expect that from the character but then it turns out that the least trustworthy worthy person on on the voyage up the beanstalk was emma she she makes a deal with the giant locks him up in in the treasure room for 10 hours so they can get a head start i I said last week I was really st- I I kind of trust Hook at this point. I mean he does he did and I actually after this episode after him and Emma had the bonding of you know going through and you know sneaking past the giant and I mean, everything. The fact that he was hitting on her the entire episode and going, huh, you're actually smarter than, than me. She wasn't completely turned off by the hitting, yeah, hitting it's on the though. eyeliner. <laughs> the guy liner. The guy liner in the leather pants. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do there? In the in the missing appendages. Wow. <laughs> Very shiny. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, they they really, uh, you know, they bonded through adventure. Something and, like that, yeah. And, you know, he, he, see, he seemed more likely to, if it came down between Korra having the way back to Storybrooke and th- them not having it, if he had to choose, more likely to choose the group with emma and snow and aurora and so you think he'd sacrifice going to storybrook and getting gold no i'm saying stay with them to defeat cora oh. st- instead of just going oh okay well she has the way now go back over to well, her right side. now they each have one part yeah so this should be pretty interesting because it's going to be an interesting battle because mm-hmm. it's going to be these four women who don't really have magic they just have Guts and weapons. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's Korra, who has insane levels of magic mm-hmm. that turns into weapons. Yeah. See, what I'm saying is I, th- I think, if anything, Emma's actions right, in the Land right. of no, Giants no. probably cost them a potentially powerful ally in that eventual right, face-off. Right. Oh, I know. I'm just saying. I, I, th- I think he would have sided with them right. if, if not for that, for the betrayal. Yeah, and I mean, but I, I mean, she's not having him killed. She still was able to arrange him living and escaping. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's in he her nature. Have escaped, no. I, I don't think it's in her nature to have someone executed. But Wait. you know, is is as dark as her nature can be. I, th- I think that's that's about as dark as, as it could get. That that's that's the version of having him executed that she's capable of. Right. Is you know locking him up for ten hours while she gets away, and I I don't know I just uh I think that's going to come back to bite them all in the butt uh, we'll down see. the line. I feel like this episode set up a lot of we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> don't really know. Like a lot was accomplished, but not a lot was accomplished. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, it, it it was one of those episodes, and there were a few of the these last season too, where you know it, it wasn't like nothing happened, but it was just kind of kind of uneven or even flat throughout. Like it it was it was a decent episode, but it wasn't like oh my god, and now we have to talk about all the exciting things that happened on Once Upon a Time we do, this week. but in a negative fashion. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to talk about all the exciting things that happened. Right. We just have to talk about the things the that things happened. Happened, because we do a podcast. Ah, no, just because we're interested. Yeah. And again, like we said up at the top of the show, we still love this show. We do love the show. It just, you know, we you just, have those down weeks with everything. Yeah. There, down chapter in a book you're reading. Mm-hmm. There, there's always something. There was a handful of episodes last season that I I think we both felt the same way on that were just kind of like, eh, okay. But, you know, they had one or two elements in them that came back later in the season. And were there's really always awesome. It's always going to come back because they're planting things that are going to come back in two seasons. They're setting something up. They're mm-hmm. always setting something else up. There's always an Easter egg or hidden Mickey, as everybody was saying. <laughs> so. Yeah, this might be one of those episodes we come back to, like you know, six or eight or, episodes down yeah. the line and we're like, oh, okay, now I understand why this is awesome except for the CGI in the Land of Giants. Yeah, basically. <laughs> First time I've, I've, I've ever actually been adamant about my complaining about the CGI. I don't know. It just – It was just bad. didn't I, work. I, it was, it was – it may have even been a little pixely. I felt pixely. Yeah, it was. It, it was a. It, it had kind of like everything. All the movement and everything had kind of like a blur on it a little mm. bit, which is weird because I mean they do wonderful things with. We'll go back to the CGI and complaining about it. Sorry, um, but they do wonderful things with the CGI in the this show. Like, it, uh, what was it? The first episode of this season, that scene with Regina and her father in the courtyard. That was all green screen. There was nothing really there, and it looked like it was a practical set. You know, yeah. They just do fabulous things with it, and it just kind of fell short this time. Intern. <laughs> it might have been an intern. Do not hire him. Yeah, probably don't, best not to. Don't, don't hire him. I don't know. You might. You, you might pick up. Yeah, train him. <laughs> anyway, so we'll, we'll step off our CGI soapbox now. Yeah. Hopefully. So how do how do you think? Uh, Henry and the rest of the town in general will react to Neil Cassidy whenever he gets around to showing up in Storybrooke because he got that postcard a while ago. <laughs> he did get that postcard a while ago. Well, well nobody else is going to know who he is. Do you think he'll know that Henry is his son or that he has a son rather? Do you think he knows? Do you think August told him or? I don't think – well. I mean, they had to be in some sort of communication. Yeah, I, I, I would assume so. Like, I, I don't think that scene where uh, Neil gives August the, the car the and the money and everything. I don't think that's the last time they saw each other between they had to have then and in. now. I'd say they checked in at least once every year or something. Yeah. And then last year when he went to Storybrooke, he was probably like, "Hey, I'm going to see what I can do." Mm. I'll be in contact. And while we're bringing it up, it was nice to see August in this episode. It was so nice to see August. But when's he going to come back into the main story? Like Probably next week now that he's been kind of reintroduced. He disappeared off that bed at the end of the first episode, and we haven't seen or heard anything from him. No, this this was pulling together that first episode. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, Henry has these weird senses so he'll probably be like oh are you my dad are you a fireman um <laughs> no as far as henry knows his father died oh snap yeah emma 
told a big whopper with that one. She didn't really. That's going to come back to bite her. Yeah, she was protecting him. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, he's not the most uh, yeah, she positive did, she role model. She didn't want to say, nor was she. I ran around with your father stealing stuff and it landed me in jail after he ratted me out. Because as far as she knows. That's what happened. Yeah. Well, I guess technically he did rat her out. but it was, He did, but he had to. It was for her own good. August made, her, made yeah. him do it. <laughs> um, but like I said, I don't know if, I mean, is anybody else in the town even going to know him? Because the way depends I, on if depends he has something else going on or not. Yeah. So I don't know if too much will happen until Emma gets back to Storybrooke. Yeah. But is he even going to get there by then? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Though it does appear that he was in New York, and they're only in Maine. Yeah. So it would be like really a day's not drive. That far. Yeah. So we'll. I mean, we'll see. I wonder if there's. Again, so, I we'll see. I wonder if there's something delaying him, or if he just uh, he's trying to. He's packing. His pull it. Pull his. You know, get get his guts together. You know, trying to. Oh, I can't even imagine. What do you build what up do you do the bravery to go? Later, mm-hmm. Like you've just been waiting. Though I mean, he seems to have a life <clears> going mm-hmm. on. Who knows what he's got going on? And was he like collecting memorabilia? Mm-hmm. Strange. We shall see. We shall see. So, uh... So, Tallahassee. We did not see Tallahassee. I was really sad about that. I mean, we saw it on a map. They seemed really excited and happy about the beach. Yeah, I believe... Who was it? It's one of the show's writers. I think it might have been... uh, I hope I'm not getting this name wrong. Jane Esperson tweeted out, like, seven different cities that they mentioned... Or they saw... That you saw in the episode, and not one of them was Tallahassee, (laughs) which was the title of the episode. Right, it was crazy. But, I mean, it was all about getting there. Yeah, Tallahassee was more of an idea in the episode. It was where they were going to go to... Tallahassee was hope. Yeah, where they were going to build their new life together that didn't end up working out. Didn't quite work. So, Tallahassee, on a scale of 1 to (laughs) 7.5, where where does it land for you? Uh, Four. Four? Uh, I'm going to give it... No, I I think you might be be being a little generous. (laughs) On on a... uh, I'm going to give it a provisional three. Ooh. With the possibility, depending how on how everything pans out, it could get upgraded to a four for me. Oh, okay. But right now, not yeah, too happy about I mean, that. It just wasn't – a lot was learned, but not a lot was accomplished. Mm-hmm. Really, it, nothing was accomplished except the uh, compass. And I mean, if you think we're off the mark or anything, please uh, tell us. <laughs> yeah, right. You can write us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail dot com and let us know why we're wrong. Because uh, maybe there's something important in the episode that we didn't. We d- we do that tend we miss. to miss things. I mean, it's obvious. We usually get called out on that one. <laughs> um, you're also welcome. Hit us up on Facebook, greetings from Storybrook, or on Twitter at gf storybrook. Yeah, and we'll remind you of that, all that at the end of the show, too. But uh, for now, uh, on to the news. On to the news. Okay, first of all, ratings are up again. Uh, thank goodness. Uh, they have been going up steadily since the Hook episode. Uh, it got 10.1 million viewers uh, and a 3.5 share among adults 18 to 49 and was up a tenth of a point from last week 
which is awesome. As long, I mean, going up is still just really keeps good. going up. Hopefully, next week they go up again. Yeah. Negative Nancy stepping down. <laughs> I, honestly, um, I, I would not be surprised to see a small dip. I think there's going to be a dip. A little bit of dip. Yeah. But we're hitting mid-season. Ho- holiday season is starting. People mm-hmm. have things going on. We're, we'll blame that. We won't blame the CGI. <laughs> um, other news. Um, I do just want to throw out a little reminder. The Podcast Awards support Once Podcast in the entertainment division, spread the word about Once Upon a Time by giving them some props. You can vote every day. Vote early, vote often. By often, he means every day. Yes. And okay. Or twice a day if you have two different IP addresses. Ooh, two different IP addresses. Do it. <laughs> we didn't tell you to do it. Um, no, we did. I, they didn't tell you to do it. We did. Right. That's true. We're, We're not outside. up for a podcast for award. Who cares? <laughs> That's definitely not happening. <laughs> go, go, go to a computer lab and, you know. Hop around. Use 12 different computers to vote for them. You're it's in the least you can do. Somebody's got to be in college. There's like <laughs> massive computer labs. Okay. So some real news, which does involve spoilers. Spoilers. I warn you. Spoilers. Yeah. This, this involves an episode description for an upcoming episode. If you don't want to be spoiled, skip ahead about two minutes in the podcast. Yeah, I'll try not to talk that long. Okay. Uh, season two, episode eight, Into the Deep, the press release Cora attempts to steal the compass to locate the entrance to Storybrooke, and Regina and Mr. Gold must put David's life in jeopardy so that he can contact Mary Margaret, aha, across the lands to give her some vital information. So obviously they're going to put a sleeping curse on him. Mm-hmm. I, I would assume. I, I hadn't, you know, you, you talk about <laughs> it all at the same time, then you put it together. Cool. Yeah. So there's that. So we know we, we, we are getting the big contradiction. It's Ca- happening. The big Something. reach across and the rising up of Golden Regina's good guys. You know, every it's coming to a head a bit, right? In episode, but eight. it does also mean we're skipping an episode before anything like that happens. Which next week's episode, all about Red, mm-hmm. all, which is which, which is, is fine. good because I think she needs a good story. Although I noticed here in Into the Deep, uh, mm-hmm. Granny is listed as a feature character too. Right. So. Well, so is Red. Oh, is she? Yeah, Ruby's still in there. Nice. Yeah, so there's a lot going on. Um, let me see what else. Cora does everything in her power to steal the compass away from... Oh, wait. already did. already did. Why did they print it twice? I, th- I think the other one's just slightly longer. So. Okay. Anyway, so there's that little bit of a spoiler. We get to finally see some sort of clash with Cora and the fearsome foursome. Basically... Mm-hmm. Um, over the compass and some communication between the worlds. So I wonder if I really wonder if that dream is a portal at some of some yeah. sort. I, I mean, it, yeah, communication, but portal. I wonder if we're going to get Snow and Emma back in Storybrooke before the season break. Bef- I think so. Yeah, the mid-season break. I think we are getting them. But I, I heard somewhere long ago they'd be back before the break. Because like the long the longer they stay in Fairytale Land in the Enchanted Forest, the more it feels like we're stalling on the real story of yes, the season. I feel like, know? I mean, there uh, there are small steps being made, but right. you know, it, with with them separated and away from the action, I mean, they're I think they're kind of building up their own half of the major story for the season, right? But it, it, they they're just so disconnected from. The, the rest of their world that it, it i just want to see them back they yeah 
you I know, really Snow only see... got to see Prince Charming for like eight minutes, knowing who he actually was. Yeah, <laughs> before. that was. It's really. Yeah, it was really sad. Mm. And I mean, obviously, I'd imagine they're going to bring Aurora and Mulan with them. I would assume everyone else is dead except the giant and the ogres. Yeah, and well, possibly Korra. And the giant might not make it with Hook up there. <laughs> the second he takes off Dude, those you shackles, you never know yeah. what that Hook's going to do. So, yeah, it's gonna have again. We will see. Yes, we, we will. will. See. That's really the. Not a lot of news. It was a low news week. Mm -hmm. They didn't even have, there was not much for me to pull there. I was, you know, on Facebook and Twitter asking for a little (laughs) bit of feedback and wasn't really getting. Well, we did get a little feedback. We we did get some feedback. You know, instead of complaining about the lack of news, let's go ahead and get the feedback. All right, let's get into some feedback. (laughs) All right. Do, 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 do. Feedback. Wow, really? Yep. Hold on, scrolling. scrolling. Okay. (laughs) When? If you write us, we're still going to read it. Um, yeah, go ahead and read that first line and have something to say. All right. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. First of all, please don't feel you have to shout out to me in every podcast. I just like emailing my silly comments. Okay. Well, when I – you know, let's get real here. I want you to sit down. We have to have a talk, okay? You write us like every week and your messages are always funny and they're insightful and a lot of times they point out something we didn't realize about the episode. Typically, so if, if you keep writing stuff like this to us, we're going to read it, darn it. Ursh, darn it, we're <laughs> going to read it. Now go ahead and read her letter. All right. So Beanstalk plot. Meh. Served its purpose, but nothing happened up in the castle that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. On the ground, Snow seemed utterly tone deaf <laughs> to Aurora's loss of Philip by bragging about how awesome Charming is. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> mean. But, yeah, come yeah, to think of they're it. They're all in, having problems. Oh, your but true love mu- died? Mine's awesome. He's mine's back. Mine's fantastic. He lights candles for me when I have nightmares. <laughs> um, but it seemed that Aurora was too dim to take offense. So I suppose all is well. Um, Emma's passed. I thought she and Neil had great chemistry. Certainly more than she's shown with anyone else in the mix. Does Neil have a fairy tale background? What's in the box? More clues about these questions would have been made for a better episode. Hmm. Baranta. Yes. <laughs> Um, Red Rum, I can't imagine why Henry and Aurora, um, would see each other in a burning room with red curtains. Maybe Charming's careless use of candles will be the (laughs) cause of the inferno. (laughs) Oh my. So good points as always by Wynn. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and I, I just, I just want to say, you know, my complaint about, him and his story with Emma Neal's, uh, it's it's not that the actor's not good. He was a good actor. I, like she says here, he, they had great chemistry together. There were just, there were beats I was expecting them to hit in this episode, and they just didn't. Yeah, so they just didn't. Um, some more feedback interaction that we had this week on yeah, we tweeted, Twitter. We tweeted out right after the episode, you know, we kind of, that we had mixed reactions and what were other people thinking about it. We got one reply. Right. From at Jean Grey X. Also known as Bella Darling. Bella Darling. Can I quote Mr. Garrison and say, I thought it was a bunch of bullcrap? Yes, yes, you can. Yes, you may. <laughs> Because we were definitely conflicted about last week's revelation mm-hmm. and now this week's revelation. They're killing me here. They're killing me. Yeah. They did really good with the pirate episode. And then, <laughs> um, well, 
you know, I just want to say again, like we said at the beginning, in the middle of this episode, we love this show. We love this we show. We absolutely love this show. Sorry this was such a negative episode of the podcast, but we feel what we feel. You can't, you can't fight your feelings. If, it, exactly. if this show has taught us anything, it's that you have to follow your heart. You got to go for true love, baby. Got to go for true love. <laughs> it solves everything. But anyway. it, actually, I think if this nothing is... else, this might be our most negative episode yet, but it's also going to be our shortest episode. <laughs> Other than episode zero, this is our <laughs> shortest episode. <laughs> so at least you didn't have to hear uh, about the complaining. I about, almost said another word. Uh, didn't have to listen to the complaining uh, too much. But if you disagree with us, if you hate us for it, if you, we Please fired you up listening. with our Just negative tell comments, us about it. yes, tell us about it. You can write us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. We have Twitter at GF Storybrook. We have a Google Plus page uh, that you can do semaphore, telegram. You can get all the information. Smoke for signal. I will take signal. a smoke. I would actually encourage a smoke signal. Uh, even if, you know, maybe you wanted to do a voice clip. Send that in over email. Yeah, hey, we'll play work it. that in. Why not? Yeah, just send, send it uh, over to us in email, MP3 format. We'll get it going. Uh, if Actually, we should probably get a Google Voice number set up so we people really can should. call in. Yeah. Uh, uh, Magic Pigeon. Magic I, Pigeon. But all- yes, Magic Pigeon. If you <laughs> get one of those cards that says greetings from Storybrooke, that would be awesome. Yeah, but you can find all of that contact information at our website, greetingsfromstorybrook.com. And uh, well, I guess that's about it. Yeah, uh, thanks. I, for I feel I feel bad ending it so this short. Yeah, we are short. We, we are, do a little dance. Uh, we could. But they can't see it. No, no, they couldn't. That's one of the limitations of the audio podcast format. Is that you it's can't better really that it's much. an audio podcast. <laughs> I'm in pajamas. Probably. Um. I, I, I haven't shaved in a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well. Thanks for listening, and, and in, hopefully next week we'll be a little bit more positive. I would hope so. I hope so. But until next week, greetings, greetings from, from Storybrooke. Storybrooke.